0: to another episode of Five Songs or Less. Uh, I am back today with Eric. Hi, Eric. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric has given me Mac Miller like a few weeks ago or a month ago at this point. It's been a while. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Mac Miller eventually. Uh, what's been going on, sir? Not a whole lot. Started
1: a new job, so that involves a oh, nice. different start time though so now I, I have to be on site at 4 a.m. so that's a little was a little rough getting used to
0: yeah that sounds horrible
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> to today because today's my day off i got to sleep in which yeah, means yeah, yeah. which means i slept till 6
0: a.m. sure sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's better than than let's say, you have to be there at 4 so that means you have to wake up at at least 3 maybe
1: yeah about three o'clock is when I wake up.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Which
1: when I was in San Francisco, that's kind of, that's when I was like, maybe I should go to bed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what is the new job?
1: Um, I am working for Pepsi.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: I was doing, the, I was basically doing the same thing, but for liquor Yeah. before, yeah, yeah. but they.
0: Working for Pepsi now
1: they yeah the liquor place paid like crap and kind of treated everyone like crap so yeah 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 so it was time to leave
0: nice nice yeah i have a somebody that i worked at dimple records with he um when he left dimple he started working for pepsi he might still work there actually i don't i don't know i haven't talked to him in a long time but but anyway it's a good job i hear
1: yeah pays a lot better so yeah That's the main factor for me, really.
0: Good benefits and stuff, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's great benefits on it. I thought my last job had good benefits, but this is, these ones seem to be a lot better.
0: Nice. Nice. I'm going to steal something from uh, one of my other co hosts that I do this with sometimes, Nate. On like our, the second episode I did with him, he asked me some, some either or questions. And I think I remember all of them. I was going to revisit them, but I revisit that episode to, to remember. But I think I remember most of them. So I'm going to ask you. All right. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. So you can take these in any context. Yeah. So first one that I remember is swimming or sitting poolside.
1: Sitting poolside. I hate swimming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm
1: not a water person.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me neither. I, I said uh, neither. I'll be sitting inside. Thank you.
1: Well, at the last house, we had a pool when I was living oh, with, with my buddy, Eric. And
0: uh-uh. so
1: him and my daughter would be in the pool, and I would just sit there with my feet in the pool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every
1: once in a while, if it got too hot, I would actually get in, but it sure, was a very rare sure. occasion.
0: Okay. So sitting poolside. Okay. Messy or neat?
1: A organized mess if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. It absolutely does. Uh oftentimes when I clean things up I don't remember where I put them. So
1: it, I have that problem too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mountains or beach? And I think I already know the answer. Mountains. Yeah, yeah. How was camping? You went camping.
1: I did. It was good. It's unfortunately it was fire restrictions, so you couldn't have a fire. Oh sure. But you know, it was, it was in the 80s, so you didn't really need it. It got pretty cold at night, but. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so otherwise it was good, nice and relaxing.
0: Yeah. How close do you, I don't know, I always think of Arizona and I think it's super flat, but it's totally not. Like, there's places where it snows and you got that Grand Canyon, that's not flat.
1: When you got um, Flagstaff, it's about a two-hour drive for me. And there's, okay. it, snow, it snows there. There's a, on, a, what is it, ski bowl? No, snow bowl. There's a big, you know, it's huge for skiing up there. Yeah. So it's it's um, high elevation, lots of snow in the wintertime.
0: Is that where you went to go camping?
1: Not quite that far north. Mm. We, always, we usually go to Stoneman Lake. It's nice. Summertime it can get hot, but otherwise the hottest it gets, you know, mid-80s, which
0: mm-hmm.
1: coming from 110, that feels great.
0: <laughs> totally, totally. I just thought of something I wanted to ask you. I was on that that other podcast where we talked about Deftones, and you said you were at that concert that had the the big riot. Yes. What was that all about?
1: I can't remember exactly what started it. Uh huh. I the thing that I remember, I don't think it's true, and it just kind of <laughs> it just kind of ties into the fact that like I always hated Typo Negative. Oh yeah. So from what I recall, which. Everything I've looked up, this is 100% not correct. But in my, <laughs> in my head, I've always thought that, you know, because Deftones got cut early, so Type 1 negative could start on time.
0: Oh. And so
1: then, uh, is it lead singer, is it Chino?
0: Chino, yeah. Chino so then, Marina. you know,
1: he was like, hey, they're cutting us early, so Deftones can start. If you think that's bullshit, rush the stage. Oh. And, of course, everyone rushed the stage. <laughs> It was funny because it was actually uh, me and Eric again were there. Uh-huh. And we were looking at everyone rush the stage. And we were like, hey, let's go rush the stage. And <laughs> as soon as we thought that, though, we saw from the back, uh-huh. you could see a bunch of cops in like riot gear come running out. We're like, nope, we'll just hang out nope, back here. We're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then I think we we're like 15 because I know we didn't drive. So uh-huh. obviously the show ended early. So we left and we had to go walk down to the street to Circle K. And I had to call my mom to come pick us up early. But <laughs> as, as we were there, everyone sitting outside, you could see their faces were completely red, just covered yeah. in uh, pepper spray.
0: Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Was that like a big like all-day festival kind of thing?
1: Yeah, U-Fest was a huge festival on there. It was okay. put on by uh, the local radio station, uh-huh. 98 KUPD. Nice. It's like the, the hard rock yeah, station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they did all kinds of concerts. Anytime any metal band or like that would come through was always sponsored by them. Sponsored by that,
0: yeah, yeah, that's cool. Who did you go to see? Did you have anyone like specific that you wanted to see there?
1: I mean, I was really into Deftones for like the first, I think, like two albums. Yeah. So I know they were they were one of the bands I wanted to see.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But at that time, you know, fifteen sixteen, we were just going to pretty much any festival that came Mm -hmm. to Arizona.
0: Yeah, anything you can get your hands on. Yeah. That makes sense. So when was, that was like what, 97, 96? I think. Was that later?
1: I think 96, 96, 97.
0: Okay, okay. That makes sense with.
1: I think, I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I think I would have been 16 in 98. hmm. So it would have had me before then.
0: Okay. That's cool. That's pretty pretty scary <clears throat> excuse me pretty scary but seems like you guys got out of there in time before you got involved in the shit so that's good
1: yeah i mean it was yeah. good and bad it kind of wouldn't fun to be in there but sure at, sure at the same yeah. time seeing all those people uh dumping milk on their face at uh circle k <laughs> at
0: circle k and yeah. i was like
1: yeah maybe it's a good thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's hella funny um I can't think of any of the other ones Nate asked me, so I'll just ask you some other random things. Uh, Apple or Windows?
1: I haven't touched anything Windows besides work-related since yeah. Santa Barbara.
0: Mm. Good, good. Me too.
2: Actually, yeah. that's
1: not entirely true. <laughs> any, of my, any of my personal stuff is all—it's yeah. been Apple. I went to—I switched to Android for like six months on my mm-hmm. for my phone, and then
0: I went right back. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, never again. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, that's another one. He asked me Uh, vinyl or CD.
1: Um, I don't collect. I still collect vinyl very rarely.
0: You sold a bunch of yours, right?
1: Yeah. And then a bunch of like the seven inches and 10 inches all got ruined ruined by. Oh, shit. Really? By a cat peeing on them. Uh, it was a bunch of like, it was nothing really like worth anything, but it was a bunch sure, of like yeah. obscure. Like, I had a few Charles Bronson seven inches. Uh
0: huh.
1: That, like, God I mean, damn. you could, you I could buy them again for like $3, I'm sure. Sure, sure. But it's just the fact that buying them at, not a Charles Bronson show, but buying them at a show and
0: mm-hmm. just
1: having, because some of them were, you know, first presses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was all a seven inch and 10 inches. So it was mostly, you know, all your hardcore grindcore. I think yeah. some com- I think some combat Wounded veterans got got ruined oh, in there too. I love her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you buy CDs anymore?
1: No. Okay. If I buy anything that's physical, it'll be a record. Yeah, for sure. Like I have the Mac Miller's newest album on vinyl. Oh,
0: sweet, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have. Um, I follow on TikTok a bunch of like vinyl people, and people are very very into Mac Miller vinyl and they're like I have the full collection now and they're like showing off all the records
1: yeah I would like to have the full collection but all a lot of those have gone up in price yeah because I don't want you know I mean I could walk into Zia records and buy some but it'd be nice to have some like the original pressings and yeah yeah even though I don't really collect vinyl anymore I'm still Mm -hmm. kind of a record nerd at heart
0: there's, yeah, there's always something about it. Like, I don't buy as much as I used to, for sure. But there's still something about it. And they're like, oh, I really want to have that. It really, It's really going to look nice over on my shelf over there.
1: Well, that's like the... Um, I didn't bring this up last episode, but I bought a Pat the Bunny record. Well, it's okay. technically, technically John Hobo on the freight trains. Mm-hmm. It was a repress, you know, money going towards a benefit.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And it was... It was the fifth pressing and in my I still bought it, but in my head I was like, Man, I really wish it wasn't the fifth pressing. I wish I wanted <laughs> the first or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only saving grace is technically it's the last pressing, so it's kind of it's kind of in that yeah, middle yeah. ground,
0: like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First or last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't ever buy CDs. Definitely vinyl. Um, even though I rarely ever put on a record. They just kinda hang out in my house.
1: And I was just thinking that a few days ago, because I was gonna put one on. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, "But do I want to get up in like ten minutes and have to flip it over?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can just I can just play it from my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to put the record player like right next to where you're sitting, so that way you don't have to get up and you can flip it that way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I need to see if there's like an automatic flipper.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That'd be huge.
1: That's probably a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you get like the old uh, jukeboxes.
0: Oh, sure, sure.
1: I mean I'm sure you can modify it to fit a 12 inch, Since 12 yeah, inches in yeah. there instead. <laughs> <laughs> Just take up the whole uh, wall in size though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see something online somewhere, but there was a record player that had the needle underneath. So the the side that's facing down is the side that's playing. It's like they should build one where the needles. uh, There's a needle underneath and a needle on top that you do like normal, and then it can switch sides automatically. That way, it doesn't have to flip; it can just change needles. Huh? Huh?
1: If you you patent that and build it, I'll buy one.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll get
1: on that. Send send me the Kickstarter link. I'll I'll send you a few (laughs) bucks. Okay.
0: Would you like to talk about Mac Miller?
1: Yes. What we came here to do.
0: So Mac Miller and for some reason, I always, always, always get Mac Miller and Post Malone mixed up. That's unfortunate. I don't know why. I don't know why. No idea. Like, even while listening to this playlist, like not the sound of it at all or anything like that, but just like the thought of the person in my head.
2: Hmm.
0: Like I would, uh, like a Mac, or I'm um, sorry, um, Post Malone just came out with a new album. I was like, oh, uh, Mac Miller's got a new album. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm fucking stupid. But I, so when you first gave me, or was talking about giving me Mac Miller, for some reason I had Post Malone pictured in my head. I don't know. Post Malone's fine. Like, I really only know that song from the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. It's a pretty good song. I don't think I'd ever heard Mac Miller before. Uh, are any of these songs like that you gave me like the big Mac Miller song or anything like that?
1: Uh, not necessarily. Let's see. I'm trying to remember what I gave you. Mm. I know the first two wouldn't be... Congratulations was a fairly... Actually, it wasn't, but Small World and Good News were bigger songs. I wouldn't say they're his biggest ones, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure if you look at Apple Top Ten, those those two will probably be in the top ten.
0: Yeah. What what is in the top songs? Let me look real quick. We've got Weekend, Self Care, The Spins, Hurt Feelings, The Way. Oh, that's Ariana Grande. Um, Coming Back to Earth, 2009, and then Good News. So good news is number 8. Oh okay. Yeah. I almost um, technically number 7.
1: I almost put 2009 on there. I was battling between that and Small oh, okay. World. There okay. was that uh, swimming and circles. It was a battle to f- figure out which song I wanted to put on there. Actually, it was a battle on all of them, but
0: <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: Those two albums, those two albums especially
0: you've always seemed to have a pretty good idea of what's going on hip hop wise for the most part, I think is that just kind of like you tend to know what's going on there is that how you came across Mac Miller or is this, how did you come across him?
1: Um, well, I've always loved hip hop. It's yeah. When Mac Miller came out, it was kind of like the, I guess you call it the blog era of hip hop. Uh-huh. where you had all these uh blogs like I'm trying to think of some of the names of them uh two dope boys Not all right there was a few other ones but they always mm-hmm. you know were putting out new mixtapes of people and talking about people okay and so that's how a lot of people came around those days because you had uh was it like uh Kendrick Lamar got really popular at that time it oh, was right okay. right when his it wasn't necessarily from a mixtaping release. It was, was it mad city came out, but it was all the blogs released it like a few days before the album. So,
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: But yeah, then a bunch of other ones, like there's a, that website, it's a dat piff. Hmm. They have all kinds of mixtapes on there. That's all it is. And you can download them. Some, most of them are, are free. Some of them are actually mm-hmm. artist sponsored ones. Some are just, yeah. you know, DJs making a playlist. So, I used to go on there every other day
0: and just look for new, new people on there. Nice.
1: Yeah. That, that, that blog era was, I'm very fond of that area. Some of my favorite, some of my favorite people came out and they're like the cool kids. They're still Mm. out making music.
0: Was he like part of a group or anything before he did his solo stuff? Do you know?
1: Uh, he had a mixtape with someone before Mm -hmm. he got popular, but that was, that was really it. Oh, he okay. wasn't like part of a, a bigger group.
0: Okay. So it's not like a odd future, like splitting off into no. solo low X or anything like that. Okay. I was looking through the album covers and he has a, a ton of albums, which I didn't realize. And there was one with like a, like a blue stripe down the middle. Not like that kind of blue stripe, but <laughs> a blue stripe on uh, the middle,
1: blue slide park.
0: Yeah, and I remember that one coming out because I think I might have been at Dimple. That was that his, one was pretty big, I think, wasn't it?
1: That was his first actual album. Okay. Because everything else before that, like the, the uh, Kids, that I gave you mm. one off, off of Kids and Best of yeah. Ever, those are both uh, technically mixtapes oh, there. Oh, okay, okay. And so that's what a lot of these, like Spotify and Apple Music, you know, just recently have been adding more of his mixtapes uh-huh. on there. Like, I think Faces just got put on uh, those maybe a year or two ago.
0: So I'm a a big dummy. And even though I worked at a record store uh, that sold a shit ton of mixtapes all the time, what is the difference between an album and a mixtape when it's one artist?
1: Uh, Most of the time the mixtapes are put out just without the uh, studio behind it. Uh Uh-huh. So that's why you got a lot of the people put on mixtapes that, you know, the independent rappers or the guys, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot of it is just without the labels money on there. And they're not official songs okay. per se.
0: So it's like a demo. It's yeah. Sort
1: of. I, okay. It would be a rough translation of it, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, a, maybe a little bit better production value or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. all still studio quality stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just, you know, like I said, it's being put up by them with no studio backing okay, on
0: it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I never... I don't know. I just never really thought about it. We sold them all the time. Um, I always thought they were funny because a lot of the ones we sold at that store um, would be like whatever movie... With, like I remember when Inception came out. Somebody made a mixtape with the Inception cover, but like they photoshopped all the different MCs <laughs> on, the, on the cover of it and uh, like whatever p- big popular movie was out, they would make a mixtape with the basically that art- artwork on it. And I always thought that was really funny. But I remember it uh, oftentimes being like a crew of people would put out a mixtape. And it, it was almost like a label comp CD or something like that sort of. But I guess I do kind of remember there being like and hearing about like single artist mixtapes. It's just a weird word for it that throws me off.
1: <laughs> well a lot of times a lot of them too are uh, you know a, a DJ will put out a mixtape of just a bunch of the upcoming songs or popular songs
2: oh, okay. and stuff like
1: that too That I, I don't know the whole history but I think that's kind yeah. of how it, it started on there mm-hmm. I would assume and then you know you got regular artists out there putting stuff out too
0: yeah yeah okay interesting it's just my ignorance I've never really looked into it but that's cool. I mean, that's, uh, it's just as legit of a way to get your music out there. And it's probably better. Cause I remember the quality always being better than like, here's our demo CD wrapped in sandpaper. Like, you know, when you go to punk shows or whatever. So, okay. So you found him through like the blogs and stuff. Did you ever get the chance to see him uh, perform? I did not. You unfortunately. Did not. Okay. Okay. When did you start listening? Well, I already asked you that. When? What year was that around? Was that like 2010, like early on?
1: Um, It was not too long after the kids' album actually came out because that's when I was okay. still looking on. him So, I mean, at the most, it was probably out a month or so. Okay,
0: okay. Nice.
1: And that's kind of why he holds a, a special spot because I've literally watched him from like beginning
0: to sure. the end. To the end, yeah. Yeah. It definitely seemed like, in the comments I was seeing on videos and just kind of the passion I see in like those record collectors. And it's not just for the record collection, it's for the the Mac Miller record collection. People seem to really strike a chord with a lot of people, which I find really interesting. And you can see, I could, I could see how that could be to a certain, I keep rhyming, to a certain mm-hmm. degree um, with these songs, you could put them in chronological order and you can see the growth throughout. Like it starts as pretty basic hip hop and then gr- grows a lot from there. What, what is it about his music or maybe him? Do you think that, uh, people really latch onto or what did you, uh, really latch onto with him?
1: Uh, well, he's just very open and honest about mm-hmm. everything. Like, you know, his happiness, his struggles, his depression, his drug use, like everything is just, it's front and center. Like he didn't hide anything, mm-hmm. whether it was in his music or interviews. It was just a very honest, and like, it, it felt like it was your friend. Like if okay, you, you I'm know sure. what I mean? Like if you're listening to him, it feels like you're, like when he died, I should say, it felt like you lost a good friend.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. As opposed to an artist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a few comments uh, on YouTube of people being like, Saying, like, it's so hard to watch this now, uh, even though I never knew this guy. Like, that kind of sentiment. I'm trying to think of, like, artists that I really love that I would feel that way toward. Like, when Gil Scott Heron died, like, I was really bummed out for, like, a day. Uh, And, like, when Michael Jackson died, I was bummed out for, like, a day. But I don't know. Nothing. I I haven't had any artist pass away, personally, for me that has really, like, had a huge impact on my life. Like, if Ian McKay died, I'd probably get pretty fucked up. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I guess there is something about his Mac Miller's lyrics that are very, like, confessional in a way, or, like, just kind of, like, train of thought in a way. Like, I'm thinking of, like, Congratulations kind of makes me think of that. And even, like, uh, the first song, too. It's just kind of, there's no like, I mean, i have kind of like taking up some of my notes already on the first song, but <laughs> there's no like chorus on the first song. It's just like this, this speech about what he's, what he's all about,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So I don't know. That's interesting. That's very cool though, that he had such a big impact. Uh, I mean, he released a lot of music, but he was still young. He was like, I think 10 or 11 years younger than I am. So And it's been, he passed away in 2020? Uh, 18. Oh, 18. Why do I think? Oh, so Circles came out after he passed away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, let's start talking about the first song. All right. The first song you gave me uh, is Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza Off of the Kids soundtrack.
3: Hey cool lady throw some pizza this a worker all I ain't talk mona lisa dream of rock and crawl see me chilling up a green as if we got me laughing like a damn hyena
0: I've never seen the movie kids You haven't No I have not Interesting I was a sheltered little boy cuz that movie came out in the 90s and I remember when it came out I think it came out in the 90s right Yeah um, and yeah, I don't know. I never got around to watching it. Maybe I should do that.
1: It's it's not the same watching it as an adult. I will say sure. that I watched it a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it was it was still a good movie. It was a little bit mm-hmm. harder to watch mm-hmm. at certain points. I remember watching it when it came out. Probably saw it 20, 30 times. Jeez. <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's a guy in there named. All right, maybe not that many times, but I watched. It, we watched it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of uh, hip hop skateboarding yeah yeah smoking weed you know <laughs> all the things that we like to do when we were 16 so it was very yeah. relatable uh-huh. to a certain extent so yeah so we we watched it quite a bit oh okay okay
0: just like on vhs or whatever or when it was in yeah the theater?
1: yeah vhs
0: hmm.
1: i'm was it was it ever actually in the theater
0: i don't know maybe in independent theaters or something
1: Maybe? I was maybe independent at the most. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: can't. I can't imagine that movie playing in the theaters for very long if it did.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the the '90s, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, the, I of course thought of that because the logo of the album looks like the logo yeah, and that's from the, from the movie. I think it's the and that's what it's from the thing. Yeah, yeah. Except for um, it,
1: Mac Miller stands for kicking incredibly dope shit. That's what what kids stands for. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So yeah, like I said, this, the playlist kind of starts off as kind of like a base level hip hop sound. But the thing I really like about this is it doesn't, again, I'm not super familiar with hip hop, but it doesn't sound like something that came out in 2010. This sounds like something that came out the year he was born or something. Uh it has a very, very old school hip hop five. It it brought me back to like my elementary school days when I would still listen to the hip hop station. I think um, it's just
1: because it's a lot more it's more I don't know, fun, I guess mm-hmm. could be the word to use.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a a song about hanging out and smoking weed and writing raps and doing that kind of shit.
1: Yeah. I mean this this album when this came out, he was only seventeen. So it's Oh wow, okay. It, It's him in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it has that very high school type feel to it as far as, you know, what they're doing and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this was really cool. Uh, I watched the video for it too, um, which is fun. It's just like a a classic first music video kind of thing, like just him walking around his neighborhood.
1: Well, it's it's funny because those videos are also what kind of led... To his success oh okay one of his one of his best friends uh was a videographer oh, he nice. was doing like doing like independent movies and yeah. i guess he he told mac he's like hey let's shoot some music videos too yeah and so i think for this album there's probably five or six videos released oh, nice. just for this album alone yeah and so that he got a huge like you know youtube following mm-hmm. on that
0: okay okay so i only have one timestamp stamp on this one so did you write down anything before 154?
1: I just thought 107.
0: 107, okay. Yeah, I just love the like old school sound of it. It's like, it remi- you know what it reminds me of is, um, there's only one Roots album that I ever really got into, the album Do You Want More? But it kind of reminds me of something that would be off of that. Would you say 107?
1: Yeah. Oh,
3: haven't had a fall yet. These blocks got know I'm next. Clean conscience, good some everything.
1: So that was kind of just uh, starting out with uh, these blogs on Know I'm On Next, just because how mm-hmm. we were talking about how we, you know, came about from that blog, that blog era. Yeah. You know, I had, he had two, I think, actually three, technically three mixtapes out before this. Oh, you know, okay. those were kind of going in rotation of the blogs, and that's why I just wanted to break up that, uh, the blogs Know I'm On Next comment.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And then the funny thing is his first, his first mixtape, he was actually going by the name Easy Mac. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. And I guess there was, I think it was in Canada. There was some uh, other MC in Canada that hadn't, that was also named that. And so he kind of, I wrote him an email or a letter or something saying, Hey, I've had that name first. And I guess Mac Miller was like, fine, take it. He's like, I didn't really like it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Mac Miller's better. (laughs) Very much. I want to play a little earlier than what I wrote down. I' to play from right here. I don't even know
3: the timestamp,
0: but here we go.
3: Smoking gun, whether I'm old or young, the chosen one. I got a hundred billion flows to come. I hope you know the lyrics to every single song. So when I'm at a show, everyone can sing along. My weed bag empty, bottle at its last drop. I'm feeling like this could be my last shot, but many more songs to make cousin. So why the fuck you bugging? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I
0: don't know. I really like that last verse for some reason. Just about like just writing a shit ton of songs and writing a bunch of rhymes and I don't know. It seems like he's even for like a seventeen-year-old or whatever. Like it seems like he's very invested in trying to make it as a musician in one way or yeah. another.
1: In an interview, he said, I think it was at 14 is when he decided that, you know, he wanted to be a rapper. And he said, ever since then, all he did was just write music, write music, yeah. write music. And it almost didn't graduate high school because all he was doing was <laughs> writing music.
0: <laughs> did he, does he, um, make his own beats like early on?
1: Um, I don't believe he did it early on. I know, uh, one of his other albums watching music with the sound turned off. Mm-hmm. That one he produced, I want to say all of it.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: I think he got into production a little bit later on there. Okay. But he, he went by a different alias when he did his production.
0: Oh, did he? Interesting. It
1: was uh, Larry Fisherman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so eventually he started like producing his own stuff or, or like working with other people to produce his own yeah, did- beats and stuff? Yeah, he did
1: he did some of his own beats and he did stuff for other people too. He did uh, a mixtape for uh, Vince Staples Mm -hmm. under, you know, under the Larry Fisherman name.
0: Interesting. Okay. That's cool. I'm always curious about that because it's, it's again, a world I'm not super familiar with, but I remember like, uh, back at, uh, Dimple, some of the folks that work there that were into the hip hop world, will talk about just like making and selling beats and stuff like that. And, I don't know. That's it's interesting to me, the like different ways the different genres of music work, to where you can just like make a beat with rhythm and and you know a hook or whatever, and you can kind of sell that and get credit for it, um, which is pretty tight. So I don't know. But it's fun to think about.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you can just like make beats and just kind of go around offer them up to people. Yeah. Yeah it's something you wouldn't see in other music like, or other genres, like a band, a band writing a song and like going up to lead singers, like, Hey, you want to yeah, write yeah. A, write some vocals for this? <laughs>
0: That's, yeah. Yeah. That would be very funny. I got, uh-huh. I got this crying song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, this
1: great death song. If you want to make some pig squeals. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this song is great. Uh, I wasn't really able to take many notes on it aside from just like, I really like the song. It makes me think of the nineties and it's, I don't know. It's weird because like I was listening a bunch today, especially to the end of the playlist. Cause I felt like I was more familiar with the beginning of the playlist. Um, and so I was listening to the last three songs a lot today. And I was like, man, at least I think I might like the the later stuff better but when i hear this one especially the next one a little bit too but this one especially i just really like this it it this kind of vibe of hip hop is really good to just like have on in the in the car like driving around casually or whatever or like just to have on in the background or something cuz it's just like a nice easy kind of simple vibe um so i don't know i like it and i might To be interested in checking out more of the like this mixtape or some of the earlier stuff, if it's kind of similar to this,
1: um, all the stuff from kids is pretty similar, yeah, to this style. This was it was difficult picking one off here because I wanted to kind of show his growth, so I knew I wanted to have a song from here. But Mm -hmm. it was difficult to kind of pick them because some of my favorite ones on here, I listened to them like I'm not sure if that would really get Danny into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Like I love the song "Nikes on My Feet," where mm-hmm. he's literally just rapping about Nikes pretty the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, because when this, you know, when this came out, I was a sneakerhead. I was collecting Nikes. Oh, okay so, okay. so, a lot of the stuff with Mac Miller's two early, or you know, the two songs I gave you, a lot of it is tied to memories.
0: Oh, okay. There. Okay, and yeah. just
1: you know, times in my life and stuff. So I think that's why, even though. I like his I shouldn't actually admit this but i like his later albums better but these <laughs> these two are just they're just tied to so many memories that they sure. could have played actually probably even more than the newer ones that i might like a little more yeah yeah yeah
0: totally okay our next song is called Oi vey oh my god
3: one day lego be so i can buy my mom's a house. living room with a big tv and i still So this one
0: you said this is a mixtape as well.
1: Yeah,
2: best, uh, best, best day ever.
1: So this one actually i think it came out in what 2011.
0: That's what yeah. i have, yeah, 11.
1: Okay, i just know on some of like Apple Music and Spotify, i think they have it down as like 2016 cuz they have the the 5th anniversary one oh, on okay, there not the yeah. original yeah i was yeah. no i was noticing that today when i was looking at it
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay i don't know where i got the years if i got them off of apple or if i went on wikipedia or whatever but yeah i have 2011 so that seems right uh, yeah. based on the sound of it this one it's felt very like indie rap to me like early aughts indie rap made me think of like uh, Adult Swim, like when they would have their <laughs> hip hop comp- compilations or like the stuff they'd have in between like Aqua Teen Hunger Force and <laughs> Birdman or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just has that vibe. And actually it's funny that you were talking about finding him on blogs. Cause I feel like the sound is very like early blog or proto blog era, you know? Yeah. Tumblr.
1: Yeah. I picked this one just for the overall, like it's just a fun yeah song. It's one of those songs you can't, You can't put it on and frown.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I feel that way with a lot of the songs because even if he's singing about something kind of serious, he does like this goofy voice a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a couple on the next few songs. I have some timestamps for that. I really like it, though. I I like that he's not taking he's obviously taking his music seriously, but he's not like this is serious shit, you know? He's he's not afraid to goof it up.
1: Well, after blue slide park, that's kind of when his music changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, general market, everyone really liked that album, Uh but critically it wasn't received very well. And that Uh kind of put him in a pretty bad place. Mm -hmm. Like pitchfork, gave it a one star review.
0: Wow. <laughs> and that
1: and that was his first official like album.
0: Uh-huh. Pain. So
1: yeah. So that kind of put him in a bad place on there. So you can you can hear it. I didn't going back and looking at this playlist, I wish I could have put a sixth song because I would have put something from uh, watching movies with the sound turned off. Because oh, that's okay. kind of that's kind of where it shifted a little bit, where it became more became more introverted, you know, more personal, where it kind of is like he's Sound like he started making music for himself more.
2: Oh, okay. The
1: the okay. The, the party songs weren't mm-hmm. on there anymore.
0: Yeah, going back to that album, or if you have gone back to that album at all, does how does it hold up all these all these years later? It
1: still holds up great. There's some some lines in there that are hard to listen to, just because it talks about you know how he's doing drugs and it sure. could lead to his death and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a specific reference he has to uh, fentanyl and dying uh-huh. that every time you listen to it now, even though, you know, it's been a few years since his death, it's still, it's still it still kind of hurts a little yeah, bit when yeah, you yeah. hear it. Totally.
0: Well, anyway, we're not talking about any of that. We're talking about <laughs> Best Day From Ever. Oy vey. oy vey. So, yeah, this song is fun. Like the last song, it' a little hard to, like, grab specific things out. I got a couple, but um, it's just a really fun easy to listen to song. I think this was maybe more of what I was expecting to hear this kind of like indie rap sound. The first song I wasn't expecting to hear anything like that at all. So that was cool. And especially the the other, the last two songs, maybe I wasn't expecting anything like that. So I don't know. It's kind of cool to change it up, but this song's pretty good. I really like the chorus. Like, you can't go wrong with that bouncy fun chorus like that.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's my first. I think that's. I think that's my first time. Snap is twelve seconds when that first opening chorus hits. Yeah,
0: it just starts off with the chorus. Let's do the. Or I have another one, so just in case it's different, because everyone already heard uh, the first thirty seconds or so of the song. So let's go oh, to one twenty-eight. Do you have anything before that? I do not. Okay.
3: One day I'ma be so rich that I can buy my mom's a house Have a living room with a big TV And i am still sleep on the couch I'ma have a light Boy, holy cow, oh my car. Wow, boy, holy cow, my car Wow, it seems I'm getting fresher Every time they turn around like Boy, holy cow, my car they seem surprised
0: fun shit. I like the... I like the kind of drawl in his voice when he's like talking about my mama, my house. (laughs) Uh, Where is he from? I didn't look that up.
1: He's from Pittsburgh.
0: Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Oh, hence
1: the. uh, The, Hence the big uh, P.
0: The big P on his hand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's actually, there's Blue Slide Park, not to bring that up again, but Mm. that's actually a park in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. That has has a big blue slide. Oh,
0: nice. (laughs) But yeah, it's really great chorus. It's Really fun. Uh, do you have anything? Do you have any other timestamps on this one?
1: Not really. I had two fourteen. Let's do it. It's, it's just a line. It's just a line I like on there, especially when you remember he's eighteen when this came out.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Playing PlayStation, trying to find a crib where the parents on vacation. Hey, why you?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone at that age was looking for the weekend when the, someone's parents were gone. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now that, now that's a little impossible with all the room cameras and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you have to come in through the back.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. That's, I feel bad. Cause like, that's all I've got on this song too. But like,
1: I mean, that's all I had too. It's more just kind of overall, like it's yeah. a, it's a fun, upbeat, bouncy mm-hmm. song. Yeah. It's, that album and kids are one, like if I'm going to be driving mm-hmm. those ones in particular are two albums that I'll play. Cause totally. so I'll just, you know, sit in the driver's seat, nodding my head, singing so along, bounce, up, bounce around. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. It's one well, of the, I, I like, I wish my windows were tinted more <laughs> when I listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: no man. Fucking roll those things down and own it. <laughs> well, the next song, we're jumping all the way to 2016 off of Divine Feminine. The song is "Congratulations." Where
2: are you
3: The Divine Feminine: an album by Mac Miller.. <laughs> Am I okay. so
0: yeah this is when it seems like the music itself started to get more serious it's a little he like i said he still has a goofy kind of tone every once in a while and like my first time stamp is that but the musicality and the instrumentation is a lot grander or whatever um, seems, well, seems to be taking things a little more seriously or like working just working with different people working with people that he hasn't worked before I watched uh, or no that was the next song I watched a video where he's got the um, Tiny Desk concert where Thundercat is there oh yeah um, which I didn't watch the song where Thundercat actually performs because that wasn't on the playlist but for Small Worlds he was doing the little shaker
1: thingy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah for this album he actually he got sober right before oh, okay. this came out and Rick Rubin is actually the one who got him sober.
0: Really, really, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, I think they were on. They were on a tour. I'm not exactly sure how Rick Rubin was there. Maybe uh-huh. someone that was affiliated with him was also playing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But he ended up getting talking to Mac Miller, getting him sober. Wow. And I mean, fortunately, it wasn't too long. But yeah, yeah.
0: for a little while, anyway. Did yeah, he-
1: and I think that's part of the the difference you hear in this it's so he's sober he's happy he's in a Mm -hmm. good place and so that's you you notice that a lot in his music by listening to the album you can tell kind of what's going on in his head
0: okay on there did rick rubin produce this i don't believe so produced no he did not a bunch of other people yeah this one seems to have like some oh god what is the word i'm looking for never mind it'll come to me later and then i'll say it <laughs> um, my first time stamp is 40 seconds do you have anything before that uh i have it at 29 29 okay
3: am i supposed to? okay
0: just that one li- thing i just
1: like that when he starts <laughs> to do, am i supposed to oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's little things like that i think it's part of why a lot of people love them too. It's just those little, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like honest
0: moments. Totally. Totally. <laughs> Instead of like, Oh no, cut that out. I can't hear anyone. Have anyone yeah, hear exactly. me, make a mistake or whatever. Exactly. There's a, a Lizzo song that ends where she's like, Oh fuck, I was supposed to stop. Sorry. And then it cuts to the next song. <laughs> but yeah, I love that stuff. Cause it, it does add a level of humanity to these, these people we view as like gods or whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's very cool.
3: Love
0: love 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 love. Shit. love 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 love, but yeah, the goofy ass, like love, 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 <laughs>
1: like
3: yeah,
0: I don't know, that kind of stuff just this like beautiful like piano thing, and then the the um I think it's Ariana Grande doing the the divine feminine, a mac an album by Mac Miller, and it's all. Beautiful and pretty and stuff, and he's like, love, 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 love. (laughs) Yeah, this makes me crack up every time.
1: They were, they were dating at this time. Mm -hmm. So, he says, you know, a lot of the songs weren't necessarily about her, but you know, everyone's like, oh, it's, yeah, he's, you know, he's in a good place. He's dating someone, so everyone's kind of assumes it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which (laughs) I, I imagine a bunch of it probably, especially at that time. But he said. I guess he said once the other album finished that one, he started writing this like within the next month of that one coming out.
0: Okay. So he started writing songs for swimming right after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really appreciate the kind of like the, the humanity thing we were talking about with the little mistake thing that happens, but also like being goofy as well. I feel like has the same energy. And then my other two timestamps are kind of just like pointing out the instrumentation on this song. Cause the instrumentation on this is fucking beautiful. That's kind of why I was asking about like him writing his, his own beats and stuff. Do you, do you know if, how much of a hand he has in like the actual music writing?
1: I know for small world,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he had some, I'm not sure about this one. I would assume I only know for, cause I never actually looked it up. I only know it for small worlds cause I was uh-huh. Uh, reading a, not reading. I was listening to an interview with the guy who produced Small Worlds, oh, okay. who ended up producing Good News as uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. But I know he does play. He plays what guitar, bass, piano, mm-hmm. maybe, drums. I think.
0: Okay. Okay. I did see yeah a couple of videos where he was playing instruments.
1: He's a really. From what I've heard, he's actually a really good piano player. Oh okay. I've never seen him play yeah, you know, yeah, guitar yeah. or bass or anything, but I've seen videos of him playing the piano. Uh
0: huh. Okay. So yeah, my next one is 124, kind of a string section. Do you have anything before that?
1: I have 101, and then I have 123, which is the same strings.
0: Okay. So let's do 101.
3: I felt the highs, and they feel like you. See a love like mine, it's too good to be true. And you too divine, to just be mine. You'll remind me of the color blue. Girl, I'm so yeah,
1: I just love, I love the, I felt the highs and it felt like you. Mm-hmm. He, he makes some beautiful love songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that section too. I actually was thinking about writing down that timestamp for uh, the last line right before I cut it off was, um, you remind me of the color blue. I don't know, something about that line just, um, I don't know, speaks to me. I really like it and it's fucking mm. the piano on this song is amazing yeah not something I expected to hear at all like this the strings and the piano and stuff like that I, I figured it was like as going through the playlist I was like it seemed like he matured um, a little bit and started doing things a little differently um, but I was kind of expecting there to be you know a you know, hip hop beat the whole time or something like that. Um, but it seems like that kind of stuff comes and goes like he's got a little bit of it, but maybe not on the all the time. Hi kitty. Um, (laughs) Oh, you can see the fat cat. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Oh my God. We're so like cat envious right now. We, right before we moved, uh, about a year ago, we had to, put our cat down and so we're we're in the the time of like okay it's time to get another one now <laughs> like that kind of mm. thing so we're constantly like sitting sending each other cat videos and <laughs> every time I see a cat I'm just like
2: oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what's your cat's name
1: uh, officially his name is Prince Prince unofficially we all call him Fatty
0: Aww, Fatty Prince
1: he he's a big boy Oh. <laughs>
0: Hi, fatty prince, with his,
1: with his little messed up ear, because there was a cat that comes in the backyard uh-huh. and would kind of taunt him. Because of course, he's literally afraid of everything. Like he's afraid of birds. <laughs> I, I've seen birds like come after him, and he just runs away.
0: Yeah,
1: but so he would come in the backyard and kind of taunt him. It did that for a few days, and the next thing I know, I fell asleep on the couch one night, uh-huh. and I hear this commotion in the kitchen cuz we have a doggy door cuz he goes to the bathroom outside.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And so I wake up and I look and the cat is inside the house <laughs> and it attacked it attacked him. Oh no. And it 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 bit his ear. Oh. So he had puncture wounds on like the inside and outside of his ear and it was all swollen.
0: Poor guy.
1: Yeah. He was very unhappy. He had to wear a cone for oh, sure. like 2 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> We're going to start, uh, Nate wants to start doing a, a cat report or <laughs> can't remember what we're going to call it. But, um, if the musician we're, we're talking about likes cats or has a cat, we're going to talk about their cat. So was Mac Miller into cats? Do you know?
1: That I do not know.
0: No. Okay. Well, Eric's into cats. <laughs> do you just I'm, have the one?
1: Yeah, we had two, but there's coyotes in this neighborhood. Oh, dang. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so we had two because one was one was for the son, one was for the daughter.
0: Mm. <laughs> yep. Yep. We want to get two as well. So hopefully that'll happen soon. Okay. 124, 123,
3: I think you said. And I'm so in love with you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love the plucking at the end, too, right before he starts singing again. I don't know. Again, not something I expected, but really pl- pleasantly surprised and really curious to listen to, I don't know, kind of all these albums and just to kind of see where the different things go. I, I really like the direction that a lot of hip hop has gone in recent years, like I've never been that into it, but like, uh, my Cody was making fun of me because, um, a couple of years ago when Igor came out, uh, it was like one of my favorite albums of the year or whatever. And he was like, I remember telling you about odd future years ago and <laughs> you didn't like it. I was like, I, it just wasn't my time yet. I wasn't ready for it. Um,
1: it also depends on, especially with, uh, Tyler creator when, because his earlier stuff is way different yeah, yeah, than, yeah. like, Igor.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Even some of the earlier solo stuff was... Like, Igor was kind of a, a step in a whole new direction um, to a certain mm. degree. But anyway, I, I like... I don't know. know—I'm uh, A lot of it has to do with my wife, like, because she's more into hip-hop than I am. Um, and so I've heard a lot of stuff through her. Like, that's how I found out like Kendrick Lamar and a bunch of stuff. So I don't know. It's cool. And I like that they're taking what they started with and they're a lot of these artists are like branching out and trying new things. Um, I, I like it when punk bands do the same thing sometimes, um, <laughs> you know, they'll, I think of ceremony uh, who started off as this insane, like almost power violence. And now they're basically a new wave band um, but they'll still do the whole gamut of stuff when they play live. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, it's nice to see musicians like branch out f- from what they started as and start doing different things and trying different stuff.
1: Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. It's so
0: not. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but it it seems to work well for Mac Miller for sure. Yeah. Okay. My next, I don't have anything else till 323 ish I have
1: 330
0: 330 okay let's do I said 323 ish I'm gonna do I'll do 320 and I'll play through whatever yours is as well or 319
1: oops you froze on me
2: Can you hear
0: me? Uh-oh. Uh, so that section I just played was pretty nice, huh?
1: <laughs> it was
0: awesome. <laughs> um, due to some technical difficulties, it's been like 15 minutes. So I think right at the end of that, it, that's the featuring person. Yeah. At the end, is it, is it let's see if I can pronounce this, Bilal? Yep. Bilal. Bilal. Bilal.
1: Bilal. I think.
0: i trying to overdo it.
1: <laughs>
0: very nice. Nice uh, end of the song for sure.
1: Yeah. I like Bilal. He's on a few uh, other songs I listen to from time to time. Oh, cool. He, he, he's good at singing, you know, the hooks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. he's a very good voice. Okay. Let's, or is that all you have on that song? There's only like five seconds left. Nope, that's <laughs> all I have. <laughs> okay. um, uh, the next song we have off of Swimming from 2018 is Small Worlds.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The world is so small till it ain't. Yeah. I'm building up a wall
0: so yeah the kind of uh progression of the changes of his sound kind of continue here it's not singing it's not rapping it's kind of like talking with a tune almost
1: yeah he does that quite a bit especially on this album
0: it's kind of cool the the this was the song on the tiny desk concert that i watched um And it's cool. I like those kind of... I mean, it's not really a stripped-down version because it has all the instruments, but I like all the live instrumentation happening and just seeing him in his element doing it. There's not... At least for these songs, there's probably for others, but like there's not that many videos of him performing, like good quality videos of him performing live. Um, Yeah.
1: That's why I wanted you to watch the the Tiny Desk concert because it kind of gave a little more feel as mm-hmm. to him personally. Yeah,
0: totally. Definitely seemed a little like he's uh, one of those t- artists. That's like comfortable when they're doing their thing. But as soon as it stops, he got kind of uncomfortable. He's like, I think I'm supposed to talk, but I don't know. Let's yeah. just stare at each other. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's there. I can't remember what, cause there's only three songs on that, but mm-hmm. at the end of one of them, No, they're kind of talking for a second. Then he's like, all right, that's enough banter. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Uh, He does goofy kind of voicings again on this one, which I really like. Um, The first
3: one I have is at 21 seconds. She hated when I call and it's late. I don't want to keep you waiting. I hope I never keep you waiting. I think I know it all, but I don't.
0: I don't know. It's very like matter-of-fact kind Mm. of uh, presentation or whatever. I don't know. I really like it. It, It's an interesting way of rapping or whatever this is called.
1: I think. I think technically it'd still be rapping.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, because I wouldn't call it singing. So I don't know something it it almost reminds me of like the little bit of like mumblecore rap that i've heard um but maybe a little more interesting maybe one not as terrible
1: yeah it, i didn't <laughs> want to say it
2: <laughs> you will uh, you will
1: not offend me by about i'm not it about, comparing about Mumble him rap. All.
0: <laughs> okay what'd you say yours was 50 something 57
3: okay you never told me being rich was so lonely nobody know me oh well hard to complain from this five star hotel i'm always in a rush i've been thinking too much but keep it on the hush no one need to know just us that's really all it takes we don't need nothing but today 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 today. yeah i just like the uh
1: you never told me rich would be so lonely Oh yeah. It's hard to complain from this five-star hotel. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That part always made me kind of chuckle. (laughs) Yeah. And he's got that, that still that goofy cadence. And I like the, like at the end of what I was playing there, kind of the repetition that happens. He does that a few on quite a few songs, um, which is nice. Somebody, I was looking at some genius annotations and someone was saying, I can't remember if it was this one or one of the other songs was a nod to a Eminem song. Um, I think this was like a week ago. So my memory is not the best.
1: <laughs> I don't always trust those. Yeah. Those notations yeah. on there. Cause I've seen, I've seen some for other just artists in general. I'm looking at yeah. like, I I will put money there. that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while I'm like, I don't know about that one. So what else do I have here? One forty-four is is my next one on this. All uh, right, yeah, mine's not 234. Okay.
3: Yeah,
2: light up to two thirty-four. Okay.
0: some of my favorite hip hop that I've that I have listened to and that I tend to gravitate towards is when they're rapping or whatever over kind of jazzy stuff like jazz guitar and things like that. I always, always really love that kind of stuff. That's why I like the earlier roots material. Cause it was very jazzy mm. and like jazz and stuff like that. But yeah, I really like this. I was listening to it today and it m- m- Mainly the next song I was listening to and I was like, to a certain degree, it's getting almost into, you're going to, don't be mad at me when I say this. (laughs) It's almost getting into like John Mayer territory a little bit, but much more interesting for me. That's why, like, I don't know. I was listening to it and I was like, I feel like if something was slightly different, I wouldn't like this. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. But anyway, all that said, I really like what I just played there. Really cool instrumentation. Like nice jazzy guitar happening. Mm. It's fun.
1: I I knew I I should have put it on there, but it didn't quite fit there in the, the five songs. But mm. he has under Larry Lovstein, he's got like a five song EP uh-huh. and it's super jazzy. Oh, okay. It's a little bit more singing Mm -hmm. than rapping. Okay. But yeah, it's super jazzy. One Mm -hmm. of my favorite songs uh, is from that album called You.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: If you feel like exploring more, I would recommend (laughs) looking that up.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. Maybe I will. You said that's under a different name, though?
1: It's under Larry Lovestein.
0: Larry Lovestein.
1: You might be able to find it through apple or spotify just by searching mac miller mm-hmm. since it's since it really is just him sometimes they'll kind of lump them the together metadata or whatever yeah
0: okay what'd you say your time stamp was or
3: your next one
1: uh 234 all i got is a
3: little bit of space and time trying shapes and lines of a world we tomorrow maybe right around the corner but i swear it's gonna be worth it if i make it right? Somewhere above we keep reaching on that's, really that's really all it takes. We don't need nothing but today. today
0: yeah, that was cool. Again, it's got that little repetition of dag dag, 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 dag mm-hmm. at the end.
1: Yeah, it's kinda of like I you know, that's the part I like about that, and it's just kind of a little uplifting little clip there too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this song's really good though I think it took me a couple of listens to kind of get wrap my head around what was going on with this one more so than any of the others but yeah I really I really dig it I'm really curious to listen to other tracks on here and see what else he has do you have any other time samples on this one?
1: I have 3.24 yeah.
3: Nine times out of ten, I get it wrong That's why I wrote this song Tell myself to hold on I can feel my fingers slipping In a motherfucking instant, I'll be gone Do you want it all if it's all mediocre? Staring at the wall, in the wall full of posters Looking at my dreams, who I wanna be? I guess you gotta see it to believe Ooh, I've been a fool, but it's cool That's what human beings do Keep your eyes to the sky, never glued to your shoes Yes, there was a time when my mind was consumed, but the sun coming out now. Clouds start to move. Don't tell me nothing but the truth. I'm tired. I don't got a spare second. When I lose, when I lose, I don't keep counting. Nobody checking.
1: Yeah, it's like a little kind of piano breakdown and then yeah. rapping over top of it.
0: I forgot about it. I especially noticed it on, the, on that live uh, NPR one. But yeah, I like that change. And almost the last song does the same thing where Bilal starts singing. Um, it's got that bit of a shift at the end of the song. And I really like that. It's I'm sure there's some sort of musical term for what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what it, what that is. Uh, call in and let me know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, really like that part. I, I forgot to write that down. So so I'm glad you uh, caught that one. Yeah, I don't know. Really interesting songwriting. Yeah, I really appreciate the kind of like techniques that he uses. Mm. All right. Shall we do our last song? We can. Okay. Off of 2020's Circles, the song is Good News. So yeah, this song is really, really pretty and really nice. I don't know. I I really like the progression I I can see of his career on this playlist. I think that between this song and, and Small Worlds are, are kind of competing for the top of the list for me. This one was... Oh, child. Hi, Lhasa. I'm almost done, okay? I'm going to order pizza yay okay okay you can, you're can. gonna go watch your tablet play with your toys I'm gonna play with my okay love you <laughs> anyway this one's really good but the I don't have any timestamps stamps uh, because I could just kind of pick any time in this song and talk about how I really like it
1: <laughs> that's how I am too I have few timestamps <laughs> okay okay
0: we'll play yours and and I think that would be good just kind of in general though the last couple of songs this that you gave me is are they kind of a good representation of what the album is on each of those like good news the yeah. song is kind of a good representation of, of circles
1: especially especially circles good news is kind of it's all I don't say similar but it's all kind yeah. of that same. Thing. Same vein of... Yeah. Vibe or whatever? Yeah. Okay. So the the guy who produced Sm- uh, Small World also produced this album. Okay. Or, or produced Swimming also produced this whole album. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what helps kind of make them flow together totally. a little totally. bit. Totally, yeah. Where it's not just some random person coming in and like, I think this is what Mac Miller wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so this was... Do you know the story on that? Like how much of it was totally written before he passed away?
1: I think the majority of it was already written before. It was his uh, estate. You know, it's so his parents basically that came out and talked to, I wrote the guy's name down, John Brennan,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Brian, about, you know, finishing this album because it was, I want to say it was, it was like 90% done oh, okay. okay, on there.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Do you know? So, has there been any talk of like other stuff of his coming out?
1: I don't think so. I know this was there was supposed to it's supposed to be a series of three between I think swimming and circles, and I think there was supposed to be another one mm. that was supposed to come out. They're supposed to be kind of you know all kind of tied together oh, okay. a little okay. bit. Okay, but that third one's not going to happen. Obviously. Not going to happen unless yeah,
0: unless some of it was already recorded, but.
1: Yeah, I don't think there was the. I don't think it was. Maybe some stuff was written, but I don't yeah. think it was even recorded. Okay. For that.
0: Okay. What's your uh, What's your first time stamp?
1: About um, 26 seconds. Okay.
3: I spent the whole day in my head. Do a little spring cleaning. I'm always too busy dreaming. Well, maybe I should wake up instead things i regret, but I just say I forget can't just be easy? Why does need me yeah. to Why I really like that that first
0: verse as well. I think it's really um, I don't know the just those first couple lines was you say like I spent the day in my head
1: doing a little spring cleaning. doing a little
0: spring cleanings. I don't know i I really like that,
1: yeah. Yeah, this album is a, is very personal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can tell by you know all the lyrics on there, and even the, whoever did all these videos for it really took their time yeah. too, because there's a whole lot of little I don't know if you want to call them Easter eggs or not, uh-huh, but sure. just in some of the videos, because you know he's, Max got a big lotus tattoo, and so you mm. can see in one of the videos there's you know there's a lotus field and
0: okay oh just yeah. A yeah, bunch of, yeah.
1: And on the cover of uh, Swimming, you know, there's that airplane mm-hmm. window, and that's featured in one of the videos, too. Oh, okay. okay. So, and that's, you know, that's part of why I really like this album, too, is you can tell they, they took their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And try to make it as close to what, what he Mac would have actually. Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And that's I think that's cool. the advantage of bringing in the producer that worked on the last
0: album, too. Totally, totally. Okay. Uh, what's uh, what's next for you?
1: It's probably right, almost where you ended. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just like the line at one twelve. One
3: twelve. Okay. Can I get a break? I wish that I could just get out of my goddamn way. What is it to say? There ain't a better time than today.
1: Yeah, just the. Uh, I wish that I could get out of my goddamn way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally.
0: What uh What's your next one?
1: Uh, 143, just
3: the chorus. Okay. I'm it about Good news, good news, good news That's all they want to hear No, they don't like you when I'm down But when I'm flying I oh, it makes so uncomfortable So different What's the difference? still the chorus
1: no you went into the next okay. line but what that so tired of being so tired was my next time stamp so oh, okay, that works okay. Out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short chorus i was like wait a second and yeah. it doesn't change that much like it's just got that little hook mm-hmm. um i don't know it, which is cool yeah it's very nice it's very it's the song is very relaxing i think that's something i've been trying to get across with the last couple songs is they have they're just very chill and very relaxing
1: yeah it's not like a uh, go out to the club type <laughs> totally. song whereas some of his earlier stuff you know to- off yes. the first first yeah. two those ones you could hear out in the club you yeah. know, when they came out yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's
3: a whole lot more for me waiting on the side. I'm always wondering if it like summer Maybe I'm too late I could make And there's some other time I'll finally discover That a whole am more for me waiting That there's a whole lot more for me
0: waiting He's got a good singing voice.
1: Yeah, it's just that line of uh, there's a whole lot more for me waiting on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's a little haunting yeah yeah when that this was written right before he died
0: yeah 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 man yeah that's weird that line
1: (laughs) yeah well he's got a few lines in different albums that yeah there's a few that say like basically he knows that him doing drugs is going to be the end of them yeah so it's it's a little hard on some of those totally when you go back and listen to it yeah
0: man that's too bad. Don't do drugs, kids.
1: Well, uh I think it was just recently the the guy that sold him those drugs actually got convicted in his death. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Cuz I guess he knew he knew that, you know, they were laced with fentanyl and stuff like that. So that's what the actual uh, conviction was for.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Damn. I'm just going to take a peek right at the end of this song here. Let's go. We'll leave 45 seconds in the song and just see what happens here. I've had some good luck with this recently. So. (laughs) Much going on, but
1: I was I was still, thinking I'm like, I'm pretty sure the last 45 <laughs> seconds so it's just just melodic. <laughs> it's
0: uh, some nice layers in there though. Okay. <laughs> well, this was cool. I I like I like I've been saying kind of this whole time, the playlist was cool because it's a nice progression of, of his career. I'm curious, I didn't play this at all for for my wife, and I'm curious what she would think. I don't know if she's ever listened to him before. So I might put on one of these next time we go for a drive or something like that. Maybe circles or swimming, um, and see what she thinks about it. Cause I don't know. I feel like she might like it, but I'm often wrong about that. So, (laughs) um, we'll see, (laughs) but yeah, this was really cool. And I definitely want to listen to more and I'm going to try my hardest to stop mixing him up with post Malone. (laughs) Cause yeah, they're different people. Damn it.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you do listen to more, I would start with all of his newer stuff.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's more my my vibe than the earlier stuff. Like, I really appreciate the, the song off of kids and the song of Best Day Ever. But mm. I think I'd be more likely to listen to something a little later in his career.
1: Yeah, I think Circles and... Swimming would probably be okay. the the two for you, mm-hmm. and then you know some divine feminine. Mm-hmm. But the Larry Lovestein, okay, would be a good. One. I was just I just pulled up Spotify to see if they have it under him. No, it's mm-hmm. not under singles or EPs.
0: Okay, well I
1: don't think it'd be under albums.
0: I'll find it. Oh, geez, rating, 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 rating. Um, I will give Mac Miller, uh, Uh-oh. shit. We've got a poor connection. We're almost it's done. Up again. We've got a poor connection again, folks. I'm over here. Oh, there you are. Oh, oh there you are. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm over here talking <laughs> to myself. No big deal. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to think of a rating. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 3.8 and it might, it, might raise that a little bit depending on how I feel about the albums, but yeah, I feel pretty good about 3.8 seconds of summer.
1: I'll I'll accept it since you're not really a hip hop fan. Yeah.
2: I'll accept yeah, yeah. 8. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, sweet. Thanks for coming back. Sorry. It took me a bit to get, to get this going, no but yeah. Worries. And come back again. I'll try to think of something to give you as well. I think that'd be cool uh, to switch it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, if you want to think of something to give me, just yeah. shoot me the the oh. playlist there and
0: okay, okay. I'll think of something. Think of something that you'll hate.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I've already got I've already got something in mind. If you're for oh, you, hell yes, gonna, yes. But we can always do, you know, if you think of something first. Okay, that way it's not just always you getting yeah, yeah music. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's lately it's been happening to where like uh, kind of like what happened with this, like where we sat with this playlist for like a month, I think, but that's happened on a couple others as well, where I've kind of, uh, we, uh, Nate and I have both given each other something, but I don't think we're going to record for a couple more weeks on those. So, so yeah, you can give me something and then I'll try to think of something as well. But,
1: okay. I have, I have two that I want to do. I got to narrow it down to one of them. Sure. Sure. Okay.
0: Uh, well, thanks for coming back, Eric. Uh, say bye to everybody.
1: Thank you for having me, and I will see you next
0: time, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.